Welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today we bring you episode number 61. And I'm going to run solo again this week. Now, last week I didn't do a podcast. I didn't. I, I don't want to do um, the bit the podcaster that has to do a podcast every week. I know I, that was my aim and my goal, but at the same time, I don't want to do a podcast for the sheer fact of doing a podcast. You know, I want the content to be of value to the people that listen, and I certainly appreciate all those that do listen. Um, so last week I didn't have anything that I was strong about, I, I wanted to really get a message across about, so I just left it, I just sat on it. I have a list of, of different ideas uh, in my phone that I come up with from time to time and I add to. But this week I've got a pretty good one, um, and it's something that I've been sort of uh, touching on through various other podcasts as well as um, talking to my clients about, and, and it's the, the nuts and bolts of my business, and that is strength training and the benefits of strength training. I haven't done a solo podcast on this, so I thought this would be a great opportunity to do so because there's so many benefits, so many health benefits, so many life benefits. Um, you know, cardio, hit, functional, they all have their place, um, and there's nothing wrong with them. I'm not here to, um, to discredit any of those types of exercise, but Strength training certainly has so many advantages to it, and it's something that I firmly believe should be instilled in us, in our youth, particularly the teenagers um, in high school. It should be something that they should be um, taught how to do and how to implement from a young age because I firmly believe that if that was the case, we wouldn't have a aging population that is quite um, broken in terms of mobility, in terms of um, you know, uh, people that uh, can can walk unassisted, can function correctly, can live longer, which would take a lot of pressure and stress off our aged care system, off our health system, off our hospitals. You know, it'd be a massive ripple effect because they started strength training when they were so young. Unfortunately, that isn't the case. Hopefully, one day it will be implemented um, and they can see the long-term benefits of it. But for now, it take, it's up to people like myself to get the message across to the little audience that I have to try and um, you know educate, and that's what I want to do. So I'm going to go through um, a number of different benefits of strength training because, but strength training's got a bit of a bad rap, unfortunately, due to you know the obviously the years before us, you know the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, where um, you went to a weight training gym to put on muscle. That's pretty much all it was. If you wanted to lose weight, you would go to a class or you would go for a run or, you know, didn't even have hit or functional back then. So that, that were your options. So if you went to the gym uh, to lift weight, your goal was to put on muscle. Whereas now there's so many more things. So I want to try and get past that stigma because, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, I'm a bodybuilding coach and I'm a professional bodybuilder. So, you know, I go to the gym to put on muscle, but I also train specifically for that goal. Okay, it's I'm not just throwing around weight for the sake of it. I'm actually training with specific strategies behind me as well as supporting that with nutrition. And every goal should have that um, that strategy behind them, the implementation of whatever the goal is. This is the method we're going to use to get you there. Um, but that aside, all right, so look, you know, the obvious one, I'm going to go through a list and I'm going to sort of elaborate a little bit on them without going into too much details because I don't want this podcast to go on for hours. Um, but the obvious one, the first one, um, is obviously strength improvement. Okay, strength training, weight training leads to strength improvement. Now, what does that mean? Well, strength training, or st sorry, strength improvement is effectively that. It is improving one's strength. Okay, and that can be 
um, utilized in all facets of life, okay? If you're stronger, you're gonna be able to lift things, move things, push things, work, um, get out of bed, you know, drive your car, pick up your kids, chase your dog. All these things can be done easier because you're stronger. So it'll obviously, um, you know, streamline into your workplace. If you're a tradesman, great. You know, if you're stronger, you're gonna do your job better. If you're an athlete, great. You're gonna do your sport better. If you just play sport uh, as a side hobby, great. You're gonna do that better. Um, you know, even if you're an office worker and you sit at your desk eight hours a day, by strength training and being stronger, you're gonna have less complications because you're sedentary all day. So, you know, you're not gonna have the sore back when you get out of the chair. You're not gonna have the tight hamstrings. You're gonna be better off because of the strength training that you're doing. And who doesn't want to be stronger? You know, you don't want to be picking up a, a 20 kilo child and go, oh man, that's heavy on my back. Or, you know, you want to pick them up and go, yep, throw them in the air, no problem. You know, because you've got the strength to do it. You know, you, th you pick up your suitcase, you throw your backpack on your back. Um, you know, the, you grab the, the bag of dog feet off the, the shelf in the supermarket. All of these things require strength. And if you've got good strength training behind you, they are so much easier, so much easier to do. So strength is an obvious one, right? Now, the less obvious ones, but the ones that should be uh, embraced a hell of a lot more, and, and, and a lot of these imply, or a, a lot of these are for the future you, okay? They're for quality of life down the track. They're not necessarily current, but the advantage of doing it now means that you're gonna be in a much better place down the track. So the next one I've got is joint strength. Now, you know, who's, who is, that is listening to this right now knows someone or knows someone that knows someone that, that has had a joint problem. So I'm talking shoulder reconstruction or, you know, they've had their knee cleaned out. They've had an endoscope in their knee or arthroscope, sorry. Um, they've got poor ankle mobility. Their wrists are shot. You know, they've had a hip replacement. All of those things are so, so common now. They are ridiculously common and it's because well, you know, there's a number of factors, obviously, you know, it might be because they were in an accident or something like that, but I, 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 more often than not, it's because their joints are weak. You know, if you've got strong joints, then simple things that can potentially cause those issues can be avoided. You know, you can remediate your joints to a point where you're not going to have those sort of issues where your joints are breaking down just due to overuse. And let's face it, we do overuse our joints a lot. We're more active than ever before. We're working longer hours. We're staying up later. Um, we're getting up earlier in the morning. So our joints are copping a beating every single day. But if you look after them, well, you know, in, in your 70s, 80s, 90s, you're not going to be disabled because of them. You're not going to be immobile. You're not going to be relying on a Zimmer frame or a wheelchair or someone else to, you know, to help you go to the bathroom and shower because your back's shot or your hips are done, or you've had two knee reconstructions. If you look after your joints, which effectively comes from good strength training, then a lot of those things will not be an issue. So again, it's something to consider now to avoid down the track. And it's never too late to start weight training. I, tell, I say that all the time, it is never too late. You know, I've got a 70-year-old client who is currently taking up weight training to strengthen herself and improve herself and feel better for herself and put on some natural muscle. And it's great. I was very excited to take her on. You know, I didn't start serious weight training until I was 36. Now that's obviously still relatively young, but I wish I had done it when I was 18. I tell you that much, but you can really improve your joint strength through weight training. You really can. So something to consider. Now the next part of that is bone density. 
Now, we have such an epidemic when it comes to fragile bone um, makeup of males and females. Like females are more, more common because of osteoporosis. It seems to happen more in females than males. Males still get it. Um, and the breakdown of bones and the bone mineral density is, um, you know, it's, it's lacking, particularly in, in the elderly at the moment, um, the middle age. So by strength training, you're building the, the bone density up. You're improving that bone density quality, which means you're less likely to have a fracture, have, you know, uh, you, know you, get, you get to your 70s, 80s, you fall down the stairs and you shatter a hip. That potentially will not happen because your bones are stronger. They're denser, they're thicker. So again, another reason, you know, and you put that together with your strong joints and your overall strength. And straight away, you can see in terms of a big picture, you're going to be so much better for it in the long term. You're going to be the grandparent or the, the parent who can chase after their kids and can, you know, pick them up and um, do lots of push-ups and can hang out with all their friends and be completely mobile and active until whenever. And I firmly believe, I firmly believe that you can live longer through strength training too because you're looking after your body. You're making it not so much indestructible, but you're doing a hell of a lot towards getting there. So why wouldn't you want to add another five or 10 years to your life by doing strength training? I mean, that's a question to be asked and it's a question to really ponder. So, okay, next one, sleep. Okay, who here has poor sleep, has shit sleep? Like sleep is such an undervalued resource that we have available at us that we need. It's, it's, it's something that we have to have, okay? Sure, we can go days without it, but in terms of recovery, rest, rehab, um, you know, we go through a lot every single day. If you actually sat down and thought about what you did for the day, I'm sure it's pretty full on. So you need your sleep. And, but if you're a chronically bad sleeper, you know, if you wake up every couple of hours, if you're, um, you can't get to sleep, you can't switch off, you're restless, try weight training, try strength training, see if that improves it. And I guarantee you it probably will because one, you're gonna be more fatigued. Two, you're gonna release a lot more of those positive, happy hormones, those endorphins. And three, your body's gonna be, in a positive way, sore, which allows you to sleep more because it needs to recover. So sleep can be improved through strength training, okay? Another one, tick, tick, tick. All right, next one, stress. Oh, as a society, we are so stressed. We're anxious, we're stressed. Um, you know, everything is running 100 miles an hour, but strength training can really alleviate the level of anxiety or stress that you carry on a day-to-day -day basis. It can be a great therapeutic tool. It can be a great stress reliever. You can go in and harness that energy from stress, from anxiety, and put it into a great strength training session and walk out feeling so much better because you've relieved that tension. You've taken that stress away from your body and your mind and put it to good use, okay? One of the keys, one of the, the principles that got me through my divorce, because when I, when, when I first uh, split with my uh, first wife, I was in a bad place. And I've said this publicly numerous times. I was in a bad place, but the one constant I had was the gym. I kept going to the gym. Um, and I was anxious, I was stressed, I was depressed, I, you know, I was lost. But the gym was my one constant and it allowed me to release pressure. It allowed me to just 
a release of all things. And um, you know, I, I put that energy to good use and it, it, it helped me sleep. Okay, it helped me remove that tension and it really, it just helped my life, it really did. So uh, stress, anxiety, depression, um, all of these things can be significantly um, reduced through strength training. So if you are out there and you're highly strung, if you're just a natural stress head, if you overthink, if you're overanalyzed, um, if you're hypochondriac, get into the gym. I guarantee you it will do wonders, it really will. Now, the next one, cholesterol. Oh, every fifth person has a cholesterol problem and it's generally due to one, too much, carrying too much weight, two, poor diet, three, lack of exercise. So strength training, can significantly decrease cholesterol, believe it or not. How about that? Because you're working your body in a number of ways. Now, yes, cardio and hit and functional play a role and they'll probably help as well, but strength training will significantly, and this is obviously supported by research, uh, strength training will significantly reduce cholesterol. And you'll understand why through a couple of other um, points that I'm gonna raise soon. Next one, and this kind of falls in line with cholesterol, blood pressure. Okay, if you've got high blood pressure, Get to the gym, train, train. And, and we're not talking smashing yourself. You know, that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about going through the motions, pushing your body to a point where it's comfortable but uncomfortable. And people who currently train will understand that. Um, but, you know, you can decrease your blood pressure. So if the doctor has told you that you've got high blood pressure and he's given you a bunch of pills to take, which may not be the answer, you know, Western medicine isn't always the answer. Go and try strength training. Take up strength training. Get a program designed that's not going to put too much pressure on your um, your heart, but allow you enough to really exert some good energy through effective strength training. I tell you, it will really... And, th and then, obviously, if you've got high cholesterol as well, because obviously a lot of those two come hand in hand, both of those will decrease. And all of a sudden, your health has increased significantly and you probably added 10 to 15 years to your life by simply taking up strength training what's a gym membership these days 15 bucks a week for 15 dollars a week you can add 15 years to your life that's a dollar a year i think that's a pretty good investment okay Met metabolism now this is the best one this is a this is the best one boosting your metabolism strength training is scientifically proven to boost your metabolism. So what does that mean? Okay, this is where my job comes in. You can actually eat more food and hold your weight through strength training. Now, what do I mean by that is, you by strength training, you burn so much more energy. Okay, you, you use your systems so much more effectively. It means your metabolism is a fine-tuned engine. And when you've got a fine-tuned engine processing food, it means you can eat more food. Now, that's not to say that you can go out and eat the buffet at Sizzler. Okay, doesn't mean that, but it means your calorie intake increases. Okay, your maintenance calorie intake increases. Now, I'll give you a prime example, and I, I don't know if a lot of people know about this, but you know, there's a there's a league around the world of, of competitive eaters, professional competitive eaters, where they go and compete uh, at various tournaments around the world, and they eat, and, and the, the goal is to eat as much as you can in a time limit of a certain food. And the most famous one is Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Now, there's a bloke called, by the name of Joey Chestnut, and he is probably the world's most famous professional eater. And I think he's won the Nathan Hot Dog Tournament like eight or nine times. And his secret, and as with most professional eaters, to get through the amount of food that they do in the amount of time that they have is 
by strength training. They do a lot of deadlifting, a lot of squatting, a lot of bench pressing. They do a lot of compound movements. So this enables them to have a very high metabolism and it enables them to eat a lot of food. So there you go. If you want to be a competitive eater, take up strength training. Um, <laughs> this one I had to laugh at. I did do a bit of research before I, I did all these lists because I did this list because I want to make sure that my facts were correct. But um, the aging process. Now, believe it or not, and and I had to read about this one, and it's true. But I actually said this at the start of the podcast. Strength training can reduce the aging process. Now, what we're talking about here in in um, you know it, it it reduces or reverses aging factors in mitochondria and muscles. So you know by having strong, dense, thick, quality muscle that you put on your frame over a number of years of strength training, that's not going to break down uh, anytime soon because you're con- continually working on it. You're continually training. You know, strength, this is not, I'm not saying take up strength training for a month and then don't worry about it. I'm taking, I'm saying add it to your lifestyle. This is the new you. Add it to your lifestyle and don't remove it from your lifestyle because you can age better. You can last longer. You can live longer with quality life by strength training. And it's proven in science, you know. Um, So you're effectively slowing the aging process down by strength training. You know, who doesn't want to live forever? I'm sure, you know, that's obviously not the reality of the situation. But you can live a hell of a lot longer. I firmly believe, like, I don't know what the oldest man in the world is, maybe 120, something like that. Um, I, I saw a story the other day, the oldest man in Australia is about 111. I reckon we'll be pushing 150 in a number of years' times, just due to science, due to evolution, and due to the fact that more people are taking up health and fitness. I firmly believe that. All right. Also, now this is a common one, and I actually had a conversation with a client first thing this morning about this chronic back pain, okay, lower back pain in particular. I was talking to a client of mine who's actually a long-term friend too. I've known her and her husband for over 20 years. And her husband has chronic back problems. And it's primarily due to the fact that he was on a, in a trade for 20 plus years. And obviously, it's just taken its toll. Now he's not. He's not as active. He doesn't strength train. He's got major back issues. Um, even bending over to pick something up off the ground causes him discomfort. And I said to her, I said, he needs to strength train. Now, he can improve that. He can improve that mobility. He can remove that discomfort by strength training. Now, whether he does it or not is another thing. But... Science shows that by being strong, by strength training effectively, by improving your core strength, you're alleviating the use of your lower back. Now, there's nothing wrong with working your lower back, okay? It's a significant muscle in its own right. And a lot of people fear exercises like deadlifts for that very reason. Oh, I can't hurt my lower back. That's why I can't do deadlifts. No, you're not hurting your lower back. You're doing deadlifts incorrectly. That's why your lower back is hurting. But that's beside the point. So... Strength training can alleviate lower back pain, chronic back pain, um, any issues to do with your back, and improve your overall strength, therefore making your lower back stronger, last longer, be better for you, which means you're more mobile, which means you can pick things up off the ground, means you can pick your kids up off the ground, you can bend over without an issue, without complication, without discomfort, and I think that is a very important point. So another common one, arthritic pain. So many people suffer from arthritis, and arthritis obviously takes on many forms. There's rheumatoid, um, there's chronic arthritis, um, and it's obviously due to um, you know the breakdown of your joints into and, and your bones um, in terms of overuse and a number of different factors. But similar to joint strength, 
you can decrease arthritic pain. So if you've already got it, if you've got mild cases of it, you know, and your fingers are starting to hurt or whatever the case may be, if you take up strength training, you can decrease arthritic pain, okay? But you can also avoid it if you start up strength training. If you haven't got it, but there is a likelihood that you're gonna get it just due to overuse, due to your job, due to your daily activities. Maybe it's hereditary in your family and, and you know, you, you're potentially following your parents' steps in some ways. Start strength training and avoid that problem, okay? It, because I'm sure I haven't got it. I hope I don't get it. But at the same time, I'm sure it is a burden on anyone that has it, you know, where they have to take pills to, to allow their joints to work and then it's painful and it throbs and it aches and take up strength training. Um, now, I touched on this one earlier in terms of strength and I obviously use myself as an example, but self-esteem. Okay, so and this is where I go back to my original point about high school kids taking up strength training. You know, we're so fixated on how we look these days, um, it really impacts your self esteem and your self worth and body um, image and body dysmorphia comes into play and all these sorts of things. So, if you strength train and feel good about yourself, you're going to have higher self esteem. So, that can potentially lead to you know, a stronger culture of how people feel, how people look, how people see themselves, how people um, convey that message to others. So, you know, people, kids, I must admit, um, kids are starting to strength train earlier. You know, when I go to the gym, I do see a lot more younger people, um, you know, early 20s, but teenagers should be able to start as well. Um, I think they're very intimidated by the gym, given the, you know, the adults that are in there training already but it's something that should be introduced in schools, I firmly believe. But yeah, you know, how, and, and this applies to everyone. It's not just kids. You know, if you're carrying a bit of weight, you strength train, you drop some kilos, you feel better about yourself, you feel good, you look good, all of a sudden your confidence is through the roof. You know, and you're starting to do things, you're starting to socialize, you're starting to be more active, maybe you're wearing a bikini at the beach or things like that where you wouldn't have done in the past if you hadn't taken up strength training. And, you know, that's probably a point that I didn't, haven't raised is that strength training is so, so effective for weight loss. It's probably one of the points I should have put at the top. You know, obviously, my coaching philosophy is based wholly and solely around strength training. I do very little cardio with my clients or prescribe very little cardio. Um, and we've had great results. I've, I've transformed hundreds of people over the years, um, whereby their physique has changed, their mind has changed, and it has involved very little cardio. All right, so self-esteem. Um, and the other one, the final one I was going to touch on is focus. It's amazing how clear your mind can think when you strength train. Because, you know, if you're doing strength training correctly, if you're focusing on the intent, the intensity, the execution, the technique, um, the overall goal of the exercise, you're clearly focused on that, that, um, that whole concept, you know. And that focus then can be relayed into your everyday life. And when, you're, when you strength train too, you clear up your mind. Whoever's had brain fog where they're just a bit cloudy, they're not thinking clearly, you know, they're a bit hazy. Obviously, if you're suffering from poor sleep, that's going to apply, play a role as well. Um, but when you strength train, you know, it's probably the clearest I am throughout the day because I'm focusing so much on getting the execution right of the exercise. I'm focusing so much on telling myself to get through the, the, the targeted reps and sets that I've got prescribed for me by my coach that I am so laser focused. And then I can relay that same uh, philosophy, that same concept, that same way of thinking into my work, into my family, um, you know, etc. So when you are 
clearer, when you think clearer, when your headspace is better, you're going to be more productive. You know, and again, I was talking about this with a client just the other day, um, and she is now um, so much more efficient in her job because she weight trains regularly, she eats better, her body feels better, she's got more energy, she's sleeping better, so all of a sudden, she's thinking clearer. When you think clearer, you're more productive, you get more things done in the day, your time is much better managed, and you're much more efficient, so you become a better worker, and that means you become a better person at home as well. So focus, it improves your overall focus. It's amazing how significant that can be in terms of your overall life. Now, if you um, go through that entire list and put them all together and tick them all off as they become a paramount to you that you have improved them in some way, imagine the quality of life you're gonna lead, whether it be now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, six months from now. Imagine the improvements. You drop some weight, you improve your strength, your joints feel better, your bones are obviously going to be better, you're sleeping better, your stress is decreased, your cholesterol is decreased, your blood pressure is decreased, your metabolism has improved, so you're eating more, okay, your age, the aging process is reversing and you're feeling better for that, it your lower back pain has gone away, um, you, there's no arthritic pain, you feel amazing because your self-esteem is through the roof and your focus is like a laser, wow. The, imagine that, wow, imagine that you're, you're like the $6 million man, indestructible, and you can conquer anything. Imagine being in that mindset where you know all of those things are working for you. You could conquer anything. You could chase any goal you wanted. You want to run for the prime minister's office? Go for it. You want to travel the world? Go for it, okay? You want to become a A-League football player? Go for it, because all of those boxes are checked, and you are on top of the world. So why wouldn't you? We have one life, one life, okay? I'm doing this podcast on a Wednesday, Wednesday the 23rd of June. Tomorrow, this Wednesday will never happen ever again. This day will be gone and it will be in the past. So that is what I'm talking about. You have one opportunity every day to make something great. Why not make your life great and then everything else will fall into place behind that? Imagine that. Wow. All right. That's it. I think I've got my message across. So I hope this has been a educational um, podcast for many. I appreciate the fact that people still listen and um, take note, and I get so much feedback from just random people that may not necessarily be clients, but they message me and say, I love your podcast, so keep doing them. Um, so thank you very much for all the positive comments and feedback. I appreciate it. So if you've enjoyed this particular podcast, please screenshot it and share it on your stories and tag myself, Paul's Body Engineering. Um, as always, if you're interested in any of my coaching services, we do uh, strength, obviously weight-based training, bodybuilding coaching, weight loss, body recomposition, um, and nutritional coaching, please jump on my website, paulsbodyengineering.com. And as I say to every client, every single day, have a great day.